0: beautiful people. You're listening to Cast Ripple by Carla Berger from Cape Town, South Africa. Hi everyone, welcome to a new episode of Cast the Ripple. So I've decided to do my episodes uh, once a week. Given the lockdown and yeah, in South Africa and everything else that's going on around the world, I have some extra time, so I decided to pour that into Be A Ripple and Cast A Ripple. So we'll see how long this takes. Maybe I'll be able to maintain this when things fall back into routine, uh, but we'll see. So today I want to talk to you about empathy empathy is a difficult topic to talk about because it's about feeling it's about feelings so feelings can be very hard to put over in words especially if you're trying to explain something to someone who haven't who hasn't felt that particular feeling before so empathy is is like a double edged sword so it is a tool, it's a tool that we can use, it's an ability. And I think every one of us have that ability at some or other level. But some of us um, have that ability more so than others. So empathy is the ability to understand and share the feelings of another. When you have um, very sensitive Ability or a very high ability to feel what others feel, you um, are identified as an empath. So an empath is a person with the ability to perceive the mental or emotional state of another individual, or a group of individuals, or even the collective for that matter. So I am definitely would consider myself an empath. I'm very, very sensitive to others' emotions, to um, their thought patterns, especially when they are around me. But even if they are not around me, I can still sometimes tap into what other people are feeling at that stage, which can be very confusing, especially um, given the fact that people don't really, in this day and age, think that empathy or being an empath is a real thing because not a lot of people believe in energy and that kind of thing in vibration and more so the fact that when we were growing up, this wasn't something that was taught to us. We weren't, um, because it wasn't a thing, right? You weren't taught to meditate or to, um, be mindful of your feelings, or to allow your feelings, or whatnot. It just, it wasn't a thing. So, now being an adult, you have to kind of teach yourself that. And it gets difficult to distinguish between your own feelings and that of others. So, what, the first thing that you need to do, is that you need to actually be in a place where you are able to Uh, manage your own emotions. So that's um, not rejecting your positive or your negative emotions, being in a vibrational state where you allow negative emotions to come into, um, not rejecting them, allowing them a safe space to, uh, to live themselves out, and then to transcend. So it's all about transcending your own emotions, Uh, Not rejecting them, but accepting them as part of who you are. Because uh, your emotions are very much a big part of this physical reality. You can't just reject them. They have a reason for being there. So you need to be able to assess your emotions and then go deeper into them to kind of find out where they're coming from. So once you are... Uh, in a place where you're relatively good at doing that for yourself for your own emotions, you'll start to realize certain triggers and patterns in your life um, that might indicate that you yourself are an empath, you are a person that has a very high sensitivity for not only your own emotions but for the people around you. So I'm sharing this topic today because this week I actually had a breakthrough personally with regards to me, myself, being an empath. I always thought I I am an empath, that that would be an, an option. But I never actually knew how you would distinguish between um, your own emotions and that of people. So I always thought that maybe, you know... Um, the feelings that I were feeling were my own and that I didn't have control of them. And on a greater scale, yes, that is true because of oneness. Um, Even the people that you are feeling is actually yourself because of the whole concept of oneness. Um, But being on this physical plane, you have to be open-minded that Yes, there is oneness, but there is also separation. So, there is a balance there. So, how I realized or came to light that I am actually a very, very big empath is my people pleasing thing. And I and me and a friend were talking the other day about this people pleasing tendency that we have when we're around people, um, we try to please them. We try to make them comfortable. We try to make um, them happy. And if we achieve that, then we find balance in that. And I always thought that it was a bad thing, you know, the people pleasing thing, because it would be um, that you would put someone else's best interest in front of yours. And to a matter of extent that is true. It's not something that you should do because there should be boundaries and I'll come back to boundaries later. But what I realized is that my people pleasing is actually a gift. And that gift is me being an empath because I realized when I am in that state of people-pleasing, and that's normally when I'm around other people. It's not not normally when I'm alone. When I'm alone, I can assess my own feelings, and I feel comfortable with the decisions I'm making. But when I'm physically with other people, I feel their emotions and their state of being as well, and that makes it very, very Um, confusing for me because I don't know actually what I'm feeling and what they're feeling. It's all kind of jumbled up. Um, So that's the biggest thing for me at this stage, is trying to teach myself how to be physically with people um, and being able to distinguish between what is my emotions, my vibration and theirs, and being able to allow theirs in mind because I am feeling them, whether I want to or not. So I realized that this people-pleasing tendency of mine, which I'd always seen as a negative thing, is actually a gift. It's not something to bring me down, it's not something to punish myself for. It is actually a gift that I can use. I am able to feel other people's emotions and I am able to give their emotions, as much as my own, a place to be and to live out and to transcend. But for me to be able to do that, I need to have boundaries in place for myself, for for me, and. I um, need to not reject their emotions. I shouldn't reject their emotions because when I am rejecting their emotions, I'm not being able to give them a space to live out and to transcend. So here's the thing that I mean about boundaries. Boundaries is not like a wall um, or a fence or anything. I actually watched a video of Teal Swan, that interview with her, and it was a really cool one. Anyway, she explained, boundaries aren't fences or walls. It's not something to keep something out um, or to protect yourself with. A boundary should rather be seen as um, a sense of self. So being an empath, it is important for us to being able to identify your own emotions, and then there needs to be a bit of a sense of self. You can't play around with the concept of oneness the whole time without giving yourself a break and giving yourself some boundaries, establishing a sense of self, checking in with yourself and really asking yourself what you are feeling, not what you think other people are feeling or what you think are best for other people, but what you are feeling. So if someone, for instance, asks you um, to go for coffee or go to a certain place with them or, um, you know, do something and you are gonna do that just to um, make that other person happy, that's that's not a good thing because then you are doing it against your sense of self. You're putting your vibration um, in jeopardy because then you are doing something that you don't actually want to do just so that other person would not feel bad or would be happier or whatever. So you need to check in with yourself. And it's actually, um, once you start to practice that, it becomes much easier to be able to check in with yourself. And it's normally the first thing that pops into your head. If you ask yourself, how am I feeling about this? And the first thought that comes up is, I actually don't want to do this. Then that's that's how you feel. So you should never, at the expense of your own vibration, at the expense of yourself, uh, do something just to please someone else. So that's where uh, the whole people pleasing thing can be a bad thing for you as an empath particularly. So I'm still learning myself how to be able to accept and heal other people's emotions without that being at the expense of my own. Um, so I don't have a lot of wisdom to, to share there yet. I'll probably make another episode in the future about that once I get, if you ever if can <laughs> uh, get control of that. But in my mind, you want to be able to do with other people's emotions, what you are doing with your own. You need to be able to, when I'm alone, I'm able to understand that I'm stressed about something and allowing that stress and giving it a space to be, which transcends that stressed emotion into a lighter frequency, into peace. Because if you give that that lower vibrational emotion, a space within your bigger self, within your light, um, it lightens up. It's like putting a light to something that is darker. Bringing a higher frequency to a darker or a, a lower frequency elevates the lower frequency to the space of the higher frequency. So it's really just the act of not rejecting or protecting yourself against lower vibrations or lower emotions, because the fact of the matter is that there is no separation. Everything is one, especially when it comes to yourself. So you need to integrate your emotions and be very good at doing that before you'll be able to be in a space where you can sit within a group of people with issues of their own, traumas of their own, patterns of their own, triggers of their own. And you'll feel those emotions while you're sitting there, And you'll be able to understand that that emotion that you are feeling and all of that anxiety and pressure on your chest, I feel the pressure on my chest. It's a physical sensation I get on my chest when I feel lower vibrational um, emotions. I feel them on my chest. So being able to breathe through that, being able to project your vibration, your higher vibration, like a bubble, so that all of their emotions also have a space within your higher vibrational bubble to live out and to be accepted for what they are and to be transcended. So there's only so much that you can do, I think, without the other people being aware of it. So that's why it's so refreshing to have other empaths to talk to this stuff about, because they really do understand um, the magnitude uh, of how it feels to feel someone else's emotions. It can be very heavy, um, but they also understand the extreme peace that comes with being an empath as well. Like I say, it's like a double-edged sword. Um, There's good and there's bad on either side. But the point of the matter is that it's all part of this experience, and it's a gift that you can use. It's not something that you need to punish yourself over. It's something that you can really tap into and really, use to help people, in order to transcend their emotions, to give themselves, give them a space where they can feel peace, um, and feel the oneness that you yourself feel with your emotions. Um, yes. So, the point of the matter is that it's always your your vibration is always your responsibility. That's first and foremost what you need to understand when you, when you suspect you are an empath. No one else can help you with your own vibration and you cannot help anyone else with their vibration if yours is low. So when, for instance, I am feeling low um, and I feel a lot of lower vibrational emotions myself, I need to take care of myself first. I need to journal, I need to meditate. I need to do gratitude journaling and really focus on things that um, would heighten my vibration, really give um, those negative emotions space to be able to um, settle themselves into, to work themselves out and then transcend them into the peace. That is oneness and light and love. And then when you are feeling good and you are feeling that you have this higher vibration and this higher bubble that you can actually extend into the world, that is a space where you can really be um, with other people, um particularly people that don't understand how their emotions work, where you can really give them a space to work through their own things and show them that it's something that they can actually work through themselves. And in this specific on this specific point it's very important to realize again the power of attraction or reflection. Because if you are feeling low, if your vibration is feeling low, and you are doing things with people which are against um, your vibration at that moment, you're doing people-pleasing things in the wrong sense, then there's gonna be more weight on you. Because you are then going to attract the same feelings that you are feeling you're going to attract to you. Because it's reflecting, it's intensifying. It will be a much more intense experience than it could be if you'd actually work through your own emotions. Because if you walk into a crowd of people and you are feeling anxious, that intense feeling of... um, someone physically attacking you or um, doing you harm or just um, not being able to breathe, that would be much worse. But if you walk into a crowd of people and you feel light and open and your vibrational bubble can expand and allow all of that other low vibrational frequencies within your bubble without rejecting them, then that's that's a good space to be in. So be mindful of the power of attraction and reflection, um, because being an empath, that is a very, very important aspect of it all. You can't be afraid um, and then go out Because that scaredness, that anxiety will reflect back to you and will be attracted to you. So just be mindful of that as well. Okay, so I think that's all I have on this topic right now. As I say, I'm also still learning about this, especially around other people and how to deal with other people's vibrations and emotions. I've gotten quite good at um, doing it on my own, but now I've realized that I actually do have a gift um, to be able to help other people work through their their stuff and that I just, I shouldn't be afraid of it, that it is a gift. Um, It is something that I can embrace. It's an ability. It's not a curse. And that's actually the biggest thing that I wanted to share with you guys today is just embrace it. Don't reject it. It's not a, It's not a curse. It's a beautiful, beautiful gift. And those that do have it and think they have it or have a suspicion that they have it, being an empath, it's an interesting journey to be on. But I'm, I'm sure if... Um, If we could just be in a space where we could accept those gifts and those abilities, that we can make this world into such a more beautiful place, full of love and light and peace. Okay, that's it for this week, guys. I will talk to you again next week. Good luck with the week. All my love. Bye.